Good morning, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Tuesday, January 29th. You can find me on Twitter and in now Instagram at recap underscore NBA. This podcast is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network available in your app store. We have NBA content as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and there's pop culture pods. And I'm also pleased to announce that uh, the show is available on all Apple platforms, which means that we're available on iPhone, HomePod, iPad, Apple CarPlay, and via iTunes on your desktop. You can also hear the podcast using Siri. Just say, hey Siri, play the podcast, NBA Daily Recap Podcast, and that'll come right up for you. Alright guys, let's look at the games from Tuesday night. Milwaukee was in Detroit to play the Pistons. Uh, Giannis picked up two early fouls in this one that limited him in the second quarter, but the other Bucks picked up the slack. Robin Lopez scored 12 of his 14 points in the first quarter to help Milwaukee win that quarter by 8, the biggest differential of any quarter in the game. Milwaukee also won the second quarter by t- and took a 13-point lead into the half, and although Detroit won both the third and fourth quarters, they weren't able to present any real challenge down the stretch despite getting the game within four late in the third quarter. Milwaukee took this one, 115-105, and Milwaukee swept the season series for the first time ever. DJ Wilson, former Michigan star, had nine points for the Bucks. Uh, all of those in the second quarter to help grow that halftime lead. Uh, he also had uh, just a rebound and a block. Uh, Giannis finished the game with 21 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds, 3 steals and 2 blocks. Uh, Eric Bledsoe had 20 points, 7 assists and 5 rebounds with a pair of steals. Brooke Lopez had 14 points with 6 rebounds and 3 blocks for him. Pat Connaughton had 16 points off the bench. And Tony Snell chipped in 11 off the bench. Chris Middleton had 15 points with 6 boards and 6 assists. For the Pistons side of the game, Reggie Jackson matched a season-high 25 points with 5 assists. Andre Drummond had 20 points with 13 rebounds. And Blake Griffin had 18 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists. And they also got 19 points off the bench from Luke Kennard. Next one we'll look at was the Washington Wizards in Cleveland to play the Cavaliers. For the... Uh, for, for three quarters of this game, the Cavaliers were on top of the world, and then reality set back in. The Cavs were up 25 in the fourth before the Wizards bench brought them back into the game. Uh, we'll fast forward to the last minute of the game. Cleveland was still up by 12 with 42 seconds left, but managed to let the lead dwindle down to just three points in the dying seconds. Um, in the last play of the game, uh, Washington had a chance. Chetty Osman stripped Tony Brown Jr. at the three-point line and then fed it to Larry Nance Jr. who dribbled the timeout. Cleveland got the victory, their second straight win, 116-113. As I said, uh, Chetty Osman had 26 points. He had seven assists, five rebounds, two steals and a block. He also converted on four three-pointers for that line, and he's been hot lately uh, from a uh, a numbers perspective anyway. Larry Nance Jr. had 13 and 11. Jordan Clarkson had 28 points, 6 three-pointers, and also 5 rebounds. Ante Zizic had 12 and 12, continuing to play well for them in a starting role. And Matthew Dellavedova had 10 off the bench, and Colin Sexton had 12. From the Wizards' side of the game, Bradley Beal had 31 to go with 7 assists and 4 rebounds. Gary Payton, the, the, uh, the second, the, the mitten, he had 11 points, 4 assists, 3 steals, and a block. Jordan McRae had 15. As I said, the bench got a lot of time in this one. Uh, Jordan McRae actually only played 8 minutes and had 15 points. Also 2 steals and a rebound and an assist. Trevor Ariza had 13, 5, and 5. Otto Porter had 11. 
Next one we will look at was the Oklahoma City Thunder in Orlando. And this one went back and forth as Orlando won the first and the third quarters while Oklahoma City took the second and fourth quarters. And it was unfortunate for Orlando there wasn't a fifth. Uh, fast forward this one to the fourth quarter. Oklahoma City was down by five. Schroeder put the Thunder on his back and he scored 18 points in the fourth quarter. It was a stretch in which he scored seven straight shots, including two threes and two three-point plays. He outscored Orlando by himself 18-8 to in this time and helped to give his team a 13-point lead. OKC took the victory, 126-117. Paul George finished the game with 37 points. He had 31 in the first half alone, six rebounds, four assists, and three steals. Russell Westbrook got his fourth straight triple-double, 23-14-14. Jeremy Grant had 18-7 with three steals. Dennis Schroeder finished with 21 points. He also had four assists and three rebounds. And the uh, Thunder were without Steven Adams for this one. Nerlens Noel got the start. He had 12 points, seven boards, and also five blocks and a steal. Defensive specialist, Nerlens Noel. Just missing the high top fade. I got to throw it out there. I missed the high top fade. He had the, the sickest fade. All right. From the Orlando side of the game, Nikola Vucevic, 27 points, 11 rebounds, and five assists. He also had two steals and a block. Jonathan Isaac had 11 and 8 with two steals and a block. Aaron Gordon had 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists. And Terrence Ross had 16 points with 6 rebounds. DJ Augustine had 11 points with 5 assists. And Evan Fournier had 17. And just a little snippet from this game. Um, Orlando's guard, Jerrion Grant, played against his brother in this one, Jeremy Grant of the Thunder. And their father, Harvey Grant, also played in the NBA at the same time as his brother, Horace. So how about that? The Chicago Bulls were in Brooklyn to play the Nets, and let's see how this one went. Brooklyn started off slow coming into this one, fresh off a loss to the Celtics, but they came alive after halftime. D'Angelo Russell had 24 points in the second half alone. Larry Markkinen got the Bulls within four with a couple of minutes left, but that's as close as they got. Brooklyn took this one 122-117. Russell finished the game with 30 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, and 3 steals. Joe Harris had 17 points with 5 boards and 3 assists. Shabazz Napier had 24 points off the bench. He also had 4 assists, 3 rebounds, and 3 steals. Damari Carroll had 11 points. And Rondé Hollis-Jefferson had 18. For the Bulls side of the game, Jabari Parker had 22 and 9. 22 minutes of play. He also had 2 steals and 2 blocks. He has been pretty well improved lately on a number standpoint. Uh, Lowry Markkinen had 18 points and a career-high 19 rebounds. Zach Levine had 26 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals. Bobby Portis had 12 points and 5 boards. And Chris Dunn had 15 with 2 blocks. Next game we'll look at was the Pelicans, New Orleans, in Houston to play the Rockets. Anthony Davis was with the team in this one, uh, just sitting on the bench. Uh, he was fined yesterday by the league $50,000 for his public trade demand. Um, he, he makes uh, like 300000 a game. So it's not huge uh, by his standards to get hit by a 50K fine. And it's actually kind of a, a lenient fine by the league. Um, you have to think the league's probably kind of happy, honestly, with uh, to be the talk of the town at this point in the year with the Super Bowl right around the corner. It's kind of good. Uh, Marquise Chris and Thon McCurr weren't fined $50,000 for their public trade demands. Just going to throw that one out there. Um, the Pelicans led through the fourth quarter in this one, and James Harden needed to get some buckets to keep that 30-point streak alive. So on cue, he got going. He scored 10 for the Rockets during a 12-4 run that brought the game to 118-114 with 22 seconds to go. Um, fast forward 10 seconds ahead, and 
they have a five-point lead, New Orleans is does because Tim Frazier hit one free throw. Um, James Harden was fouled on a three, and he made two of those. They were then forced to foul Drew Holiday to stop the clock, and he made both of his free throws on the other end, and that was enough to seal the game. New Orleans took this one 121-116. Harden got over 30-plus for the 24th straight game, but it was Drew Holiday who made history in this one. Drew Holiday had... 17, uh, sorry, he was the, he finished with 19 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, 6 blocks in a steal. So he became the first guard in NBA history with at least 17 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 blocks in the same game. Jaleel Okafor continued to be great from a number, uh, statistical standpoint, more of a fantasy guy than a, than a real life guy, but they did get the victory in this one. 27 points, 12 rebounds, also 2 blocks for him. Darius Miller had 14 points with 4 assists and 3 steals. Timmy Frazier had 10 points, 10 assists, and 4 rebounds. Ian Clark had 15 points. Kenrick Williams, that's a deeper league, deep league one, played almost 30 minutes. He had 8 points and 16 rebounds. And Frank Jackson had 10 points with 7 rebounds. For the Rockets, Harden finished with 37 points on 6 triples. He also had 11 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals, and a block. Just continuing to bring the defensive numbers along with that amazing scoring. Kenneth Fareed. The luckiest guy in the league, hopefully the happiest guy in the league, he should be, to go from not sitting on the bench watching people he probably felt weren't as good as him, to running pick and rolls with Chris Paul and James Harden. He had 19 points and 11 rebounds, two blocks and a steal. Chris Paul had 10 points, nine assists, four rebounds and two steals. And Eric Gordon had 17 points for the Rockets. Next game we're going to look at was the Phoenix Suns in San Antonio, and this one finished how you thought it might. Actually, no, it didn't. I lied. It was a close game, and it was tight the whole time. Um, if you remember from yesterday's show, the Spurs were heavily favored in this one, but uh, the Suns kept it going. We'll fast forward to the last minute. Devin Booker steals a pass from Marco Bellinelli. He then feeds Josh Jackson for an uncontested dunk, and that ties the game at 124 with 19 seconds left. On the Spurs' last possession, they ran a pick-and-roll at the top with uh, LaMarcus Aldridge screening for Rudy Gay, who then got the switch on to Kelly Oubre and took him onto the left wing for an isolation. Uh, as time ran down, Rudy Gay nailed a jumper over top of uh, Oubre to give San Antonio the victory, 126-124. The Spurs celebrated jumping all over Rudy Gay on the court after hitting the game winner, but they shortly after had the win taken out of their sails by Coach Popovich, who was not the least bit pleased with this victory. The Suns haven't won a game since January the 12th, and they haven't won in San Antonio since February 27th, 2013, when Jermaine O'Neal scored 22 points for the Suns. Jeepers. Jermaine O'Neal. Devin Booker had 38 points in this one with 7 assists, 5 rebounds, and 2 steals. Mikhail Bridges had 17 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 steals. Jamal Crawford, at age 37, 22 points, 7 assists. And Josh Jackson had 14, 6, and 5. Rashawn Holmes had 10, getting the start at center in his first game back. He also had three blocks and four rebounds. Kelly Oubre Jr. had 14 and 7, and that was it for the Suns. For the Spurs, LaMarcus Aldridge continuing to play well. He had 29 and 14, and Davis Bertans had 18 points with five triples, five assists, four steals, and a block. Patty Mills had 12 points, five assists, and four rebounds. Rudy Gay had 16, 5, and 5. Marco Bellinelli had 17 off the bench. Derek White had 15 with 7 rebounds, 3 assists and 2 steals. And Bryn Forbes had 12. Last game we're going to look at was a blowout. The 76ers were in Los Angeles to play the Lakers. 
Brett Brown made a bit of a change to his lineup. Um, he didn't quite change personnel, but he changed the positions. He played Jimmy Butler at point guard for this one, and he had Ben, ben Simmons playing in the role of the stretch four. Uh, Brown wanted to try some different looks in this one, and he definitely chose the right opponent as the shorthanded Lakers did not present much of a challenge at all. Philly was up 19 after the first quarter, and the first half lead grew to 24 at one point. There was a bit of a scare when Joel Embiid went down later in the game on an alley-oop attempt and appeared to hurt his sore back. He left the game, but he did return later, and he said he was fine. Philly took this one 121-105. Jimmy Butler had 20 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 5 steals, and a block. Ben Simmons had 19 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, and a block. Mike Muscala had 17-7. and seven. Joel Embiid had 28 points with 11 rebounds, 6 assists, and a block. And J.J. Redick had 13 points. For the shorthanded Lakers, Brandon Ingram was good for them in this one. 36 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. JaVale McGee had 17 points with 14 rebounds. He also had a couple of blocks. Contavious Caldwell-Pope had 12. Rajon Rondo had 5 points, 7 rebounds, 11 assists. And nobody else scored double figures for the Lakers. As I said, they were shorthanded for this one. And that was it for the games from Tuesday. And now we'll go on to the games from Wednesday. There are eight games on for tonight. Charlotte is in Boston to face the Celtics. Uh, there's no spreader total yet for this one. They're probably waiting on the status of Kyrie Irving. Um, the Chicago Bulls are in Miami to face the Heat. The Heat are heavily favored by 10.5 in this one. Uh, Bulls on a back-to-back. The Mavericks are in New York to play the Knicks, and the Mavericks are favored by seven. We'll see if Lucamania can run wild in New York. The Denver Nuggets are hosting the New Orleans Pelicans, so the Pelicans would be on a back-to-back, -back, and Denver is favored by eight. Memphis and Minnesota play. In Minnesota, there's no spreader total yet for this one. The Indiana Pacers are in Washington, and the Wizards would be on a back-to-back, -back, and Indiana is favored by one. And the Atlanta Hawks are in Sacramento to play the Kings. The Kings are favored by five and a half. This one has a highest over uh, highest over under total of 235, so you can expect a high scoring affair in this one. And the last game of the night are the Jazz in Portland to play the Trailblazers. The Jazz have been red hot, but that's been mostly at home. And Portland is favored in this one by one point. That'll do it for today's podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for all of your reviews and your ratings. It is much appreciated. Shoutouts to the Pulse Podcast Network. Everybody have a great day.